What is up, guys? BC Mitten Dire Night Gaming here for another round of Podcast Madness. Episode 3, Glow. So, yes, I'm going to be talking about the Netflix series Glow, which has just wrapped its second season. And I gotta say, it's uh, it's not too bad. I mean, I've I've seen you know better uh, TV shows on Netflix, and unfortunately, uh, some of them are superhero shows. You know, that's kind of a niche, but. At the same time, you know, I try to give all these other original TV series a chance. And Glow, you know, is something that originates from a very weird, very bizarre form of female wrestling that apparently still exists today. They changed ownership um, I believe back in 2011, and is ongoing, according to my research, about the actual gorgeous ladies of wrestling, or GLOW. The Netflix series is inspired off of the real-world gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So, you won't see the actual creator in there or the actual women that has wrestled there for over the years. So, Glow, Netflix Glow, stars Allison Brie as Ruth, Betty Gilpin as Debbie, Mark Marin as Sam Sylvia, Kaya Stevens as Tammy, and Chris Lowell as Bash. There are different, there there are obviously far more to name, but those are the ones that I want to talk about. Alison Brie, you know, she has, she has a good, good list of acting work, uh, under her belt. I don't really know much about Betty Gilpin, Mark Marin, you know, he's, he is a very entertaining guy. I mean, he's got he's got like, I believe it's the four seasons of his own show titled Marin. Uh, he's got other acting gigs that he's done. You know, he's just a very very entertaining guy to watch, especially in this show. He plays Sam Sylvia, who is a disgruntled, very 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 very, uh, cuss like a sailor, you would actually kiss your mama with that mouth type of guy. Um, He is the director of sorts to Glow. And Chris Lowell, he plays Bash, who is the producer of, of the whole thing. He's also the one that fronts the bill. He's the one that's supposed to be able to pay everybody and all that kind of stuff. He's the spoiled rich kid who apparently likes to blow his money on booze and drugs and stuff like that. Um, which kind of, I guess in a way, makes sense simply because of the fact that, you know, this, this show takes place uh, in like 1985, if I'm remembering correctly. 
like I said, it just completed season two. Season three is up in the air, but it's popular enough to where I think that season three is going to happen. I mean, it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty odd if it didn't, because you know they're they're nowhere near at a point where they can say, "Hey, it's it's time to it's time to stop." Now, Allison Bree's character, Ruth, she is a struggling actress. She's not really been able to find any work and outside of, like, commercials or whatever. Or men trying to take advantage of her because of her looks or whatever. You know, Alison Breeze, Ruth, does not want that. She wants honest, you know, acting work. Well, that's where Mark Maron's film, Sam Sylvia, comes into play. And, you know, he offers her the starring role in his glow production and you think that that's that you know you got all these other females in there and then you got Ruth well Ruth is the one that knows how to act out of all of them but her problem is she overacts sometimes which gets on Sam Sylvia's nerves quite a bit and you know one thing is definitely apparent uh, by the end of season two, is that not so much that there's sexual tension between Sam and Ruth, but that there's romantic tension. Now, I want to, in my, in my, you know, little thinking process, I see sexual tension as. You know, you are just out there to just have sex and have that really physical connection. But I see romantic tension as, yeah, you still got that attraction, but it's it's just so much more. It's, you know, you, you know, you're there for their heart. You're there for their being, their soul, all that kind of stuff. You care about them on a deep emotional level. And I think that that's what Ruth and Sam actually have. Now, they've not admitted it to each other, but every scene that they have together, you can tell it. You can tell the characters are, you know, like two peas in a pod. And that just shows how much chemistry Allison Bree and Mark Marin have when they're on the screen together. In comes Betty Gilpin's Debbie. Debbie is a well-known soap opera actress. Unfortunately, she's very controlling. She's very egotistical and pig-headed. And she can be very mean-spirited. Unfortunately, for Ruth, who is supposed to be her best friend, um, she definitely gets on Debbie's bad side. And it all happens when Ruth sleeps with Debbie's husband twice. It is said that it was in under intoxication. 
but nonetheless, it happened, and it causes a gigantic rift, understandably, between the two former best friends. Unfortunately, Debbie winds up being offered the starring role in Glow by Sam Sylvia because he thinks that having a well-known actress rather than a struggling actress that nobody knows of uh, would actually bring in, you know, the money that she'd be their cash cow. Well, at first you think that it would work that way, but, you know, obviously he starts to notice the the tension between Ruth and Debbie because of what was going on in their personal lives. And he decides that they will be rivals, that they will be, that they will be enemies in Glow. So Ruth comes up with the character Zoya the Destroyer. Of course, she just goes by Zoya. She is a Soviet Union woman. Right down to the Russian-style accent. It's actually pretty neat. It's pretty entertaining to watch. Debbie becomes Liberty Bell, which is supposed to represent everything good and wholesome about America. Right down to the Southern Bell accent. Now, one thing's for sure, guys... Glow is very cheesy. It's very, very cheesy. It's, you know, it's funny at times, and then other times it makes you want to, you know, just wonder why you're even watching it. But it does not lack for entertainment value. I will say that much. Now, the reason why I did not start this off with spoiler alert is because... You know, by now, you all should know that if I'm going to talk about a show or whatever, there's going to be some spoilers. So, this late, you know, I know that it's only episode three, but I promise next time I will do better. I will include spoiler alert at the very beginning, but I digress. It's, you know, it's pretty late. And my wife and I just got through watching a Netflix movie called How It Ends. My mind is still kind of, you know, reeling from the, you know, the last 20 minutes of the movie. Um, you'll just have to check it out. Take my word for it. it it's just, it's, it's bizarre. It's, you know, it definitely makes you think. Uh, but that's not what this podcast is about. It's about Glow. Now, I want to talk about Kaya Stevens. Kaya Stevens plays Tammy. And her Glow persona is Welfare Queen. Well, one thing about Kaya is... You might recognize her if you watched... If you watch WWE at all. Because Kaya used to be Karma. And Karma, let me tell you. She was someone who could have really shaken things up in the WWE for the women's division. I get that wrestling is is scripted for the most part that and then other times they have to wing it and and 
and try to give us to the best of their ability the best entertainment value that we can possibly have with us knowing that it can be scripted but karma she was the real deal she could she you know when you took one look at her you were intimidated you saw that she could just walk in there and and just dominate unfortunately her career with the wwe got cut short when when she announced that she was pregnant now keep in mind one research that I have unfortunately failed to do or to double check on is to whether or not Kaya actually was pregnant at the time or if that was just WWE's way of letting her go. If they let her go because at the time she didn't fit the mold to what the, at the time, it was called Divas Division... Uh, then they made a big mistake because she probably could have carried the entire women's division on her back for, you know, a decade. But anyway, you can see her wrestling skills in action on GLOW. And I'm sure, you know, she probably helped... Uh, help teach them how to, you know, teach the other ladies how to do what they do in GLOW. And, um, you know, season one, season one definitely lays the groundwork for, uh, for the series. Season two is all about taking what we learned from the first season and trying to expand on it, trying to give breathe more life into these other other characters and you know including down to creating more drama between Ruth and Debbie and believe me it works but it's also about how okay Mark Marin and Bash had their first glow event it was a smashing success and the big question throughout season two is, what's next? What can we do to top what we did? And crap hits the fan for the most part, but you know, at the same time, you know, it's 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 just a it's a chockload of fun. And the thing too is. You got two guys trying to handle what is essentially a locker room full of women. I'm saying probably about, I know I'm miscounting probably, but I'd say about 10 or 12 women that are in their glow roster. So, And they're all every bit a bunch of drama queens. They got some reason why they're doing what they're doing, and they have some reason why they feel the way they feel, and they are not afraid to go after it. But at the same time, they also like to complain. They like to cause trouble. They like to start drama. But, you know, that that creates a little bit of the basis of of season two and hopefully season three 
because I am very curious as to where they can take it now because of everything that happens at the end of season two. Now, one thing that I want you folks to realize is it is on Netflix. It does have a mature rating. And for the most part, you go the entire second season without seeing any nudity until one of the episodes um, towards the end of the season. You see nudity, I believe, in the first episode of the first season, and then I believe that is it. I could be very mistaken, but as far as I know, that is how it is. I would much rather take that. If I can't get no nudity at all, then I would much rather have a very, very, very limited and brief exposure to that. So, just to reiterate, I, you know, especially with this kind of show, I think it's unnecessary to have nudity. I mean, just because you have a majority cast full of women does not mean you have to show off their bodies, you know, in that way. That's exploitation. You don't need it. But outside of that, Glow is something to watch if you're bored or if you have any kind of interest in wrestling. Or if you're familiar with some of the actors and actresses. Or you're just looking for some entertainment. Or a little bit of humor. Whatever. The show has it. Well, that wraps up this podcast, folks. At least for Glow. Season 1, Season 2. Check it out if if it interests you. You ain't going to be disappointed in that. Just keep in mind that there are cuss words in there. You might have to mute your TV every now and again if you don't want to listen to it. But other than that, it's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. There may or may not be a season three. Who knows? Unlike with The Punisher, there's there's actually not been any word about a season three of Glow. So maybe the second season didn't do too well. Who knows? So, that's it for episode three. The next episode, I'm kind of batting around ideas, but it could be about Star Wars episode eight, The Last Jedi. That's been a very heated topic to this day over Ryan Johnson's take of the Skywalker saga. You know, I mean, if I decide to do that, who knows what kind of thoughts may come from this brain. Anywho, this has been BC Mitten Dire Night Gaming. You all have a great night.